0: The Politocrat Daily Podcast online store is hotting up with more items to choose from. On your travels to the store at the-politocrat.myshopify.com, you will find 66 and counting, 66, at least 66 different products, all designed by yours truly. So come one, come all. To the Politocrat Daily Podcast online store at the dash politocrat.myshopify.com. Really good stuff there. I think you'll love it. So get ready to go and have this great experience online. Bye now. Thank you very much for your support. goodness me i am so delighted to introduce to you a wonderful (laughs) wonderful person and she broadcasts on bbc three counties radio um she does not represent the bbc i should mention that and a wonderful wonderful warm welcome to fazana shudri is that how you pronounce your last
1: name thank you so much an honor and a privilege to join you
0: wonderful to have you and i'm I'm delighted to have you here, Fazana. Um, why don't we talk about anything and everything that we can? Watford fans, both of us, which is really good. Uh, I think you have some apparel and attire I need, somewhere.
1: I need a prop. Yeah, I need a prop. Need a prop. <laughs> <laughs> We normally it's, have a Zoom call after watching the, um, the matches yeah, on Hive. Um, we have a Zoom call between about a dozen of us. Um, and that's really, really just therapy after the game. At the moment, it is therapy, or it's like a bit of a victory. And then if it's a victory, then we have a celebration photo. So yeah, it's just capturing the moment, trying to do as best as we can in these, right. uh, in these moments.
0: Oh, oh gosh. I, how do you feel about Watford right now? I, I'm just, well, why don't you tell me how you feel first? <laughs>
1: How do I feel? Oh my goodness, how do I feel? How do I feel? There's obviously something missing isn't there? The, you know with a squad like we've got, I know we're only fifth and it seems really ungrateful to be whinging and whining and you don't want to come across as a Spurs fan at all. but gosh, with the talent that we've got, we should be whipping everyone. and yeah, we're fifth, but I don't feel that joy because I think my goodness, you know we we should not be fifth with the way that we've been playing. Um, so I feel frustrated. I feel really frustrated. Um, Cisco, oh my goodness, I just have bad vibes for Cisco, poor Cisco. What's going to happen after after the match on, um, on Saturday? I think he's probably got a, a kind of like an axe swinging against his head. But you can't do that. You can't keep changing the manager. There's no stability. You've got to have that... Um, you know, it's just the team gelling together. That culture, you know, that that culture's got to be really strong. Even if you're bringing in new players, you've got to have a core strong structure and something's missing, clearly something's missing. They're playing for Watford. I want to see them running and puffing and panting their little socks off. Where's the passion? Where's the joy? Don't even start me on Andre Gray. Don't even start me on him. When I see him running around with 18 on the back of his shirt, which is how much we paid for him, 18 million, I'm just I'm wound up every single time I watch him play. So uh, yeah, it's it's not brilliant at the moment, is it, watching them, let's face it.
0: Definitely not, definitely not. And I, I, I don't want to lead you down the, the gray path, but I, I feel the same way you do about him. And perhaps even more so about the way management and the board are behaving around him and enabling him. And he's not producing a thing.
1: Exactly, Nothing. exactly, yeah. And he's yeah. he's had more lockdown breaches than he scored goals this season. I mean, it's it's shameful. It's absolutely shameful. Um, you know just like a churlish spoilt child Uh, yes you're in the championship um, and that's that's the team's fault that's your collective fault we're in the championship but help us help us to get out of it
0: yeah yeah he's been abysmal he he really has and I think the less said about him the better
1: yeah exactly (laughs) exactly exactly but it's it just winds me up seeing that 18 just really winds me up so uh, yeah
0: Yeah, yeah, let's move on. (laughs) Now, when when you and I corresponded, (laughs) it's just so good to see you because we just had a right old ding-dong, laughing it up and and having fun on on DMs and everything. Um, (laughs) Two Brits like us having a laugh, talking about all these things that are going on around us. And I remember when we spoke, we talked about the inauguration and you mentioned Amanda Gorman and... I had some concerns um, about her. Um, she's wonderful, brilliant, just ahead of her time.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But there's this American cultural industry.
1: Yeah.
0: That sinks yeah. its
1: claws into exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. And and you know what? The the grown up kind of maternal instinct in me just wants to protect her. Just just want, wants to protect her. And I'm sure she has, a, and she does. She has a really strong mother, etc. But it's that. Um, I don't know, I mean, we have that culture over here, you kind of bring them up and then you, you destroy them. And, and this is it, I mean, she's got global acclaim and where do you go from here? That's the really scary, scary thing. Um, and I do, I kind of like fear for her a little bit in, in, in that respect. Um, and, and just how do you stay grounded as well um, when you have that level of exposure at such a young age as well? So uh, yeah, just um, joy, absolutely joy. Um, that she has a voice, that she was so articulate. Um, But yeah, just just that little bit of kind of deep rooted, kind of, I hope somebody's out there really protecting her. She's young, she's incredibly young.
0: She really is like maybe twenty or twenty-one or twenty-two or something, exactly, right? I forget. Exactly.
1: I certainly wasn't like that when I was twenty or twenty-one. You know, you think you know everything, but no way was I even, you know, anywhere near as articulate as that. Not, not even like that now. But um, yeah, some, some. some <laughs> and and you,
0: and you, and you say that, and you're a broadcaster. <laughs> you have a wonderful show. I should tell people listening and watching. Um, you've got to tune in, and it is on demand on uh, bbc.co.uk oh, yeah. forward slash sounds. But on Sundays, every Sunday um, from 6 p.m. in the U.K. to 8 p.m. on BBC Three Counties Radio, you can listen to Fasana. She's, Fasana is just terrific, and I love what you do. Um, you, you, you talk culturally. You, you speak about the culture of, of, of India uh, if I, oh, I don't want to make sure. I want to get the country correct as well. It is India, okay. correct? Is it? Not? It's like
1: the south, south, um, uh, the South Indian uh, kind of country, South Asian country. So it's India, it's Pakistan, it's Bangladesh, it's Sri Lanka. So it's those kind of countries. So the program, I guess, is aimed at a BAME community. I have Ed <laughs> after me, who's on between eight and ten, and he kind of um he caters more for the um the Black and African Caribbean uh, kind of community. But uh, yeah, it's really just showcasing local people, what are they doing, local news. Um, It it is, it's lovely because it is local radio. Um, We have quite a large uh, following. um, And and I think certainly during lockdown, a lot of people are turning to radio as well because it's just, it's some noise, um, it's a voice. Um, in in the in the house, but my producer always says, lovely producer um, Toby, who says, fasana just be yourself, be yourself." And in the beginning, I was, "Are you sure? Are you really sure you want me to unleash myself?" And he was like, "No, no, no, we just want you to be you." And when I started doing the job, I I thought I had to be very like um, BBC um, Radio Four, so I was like, "Good evening, everyone." And he was like, "This isn't you. This isn't you." So now, hence I say, um, "What what do I say? Hello, my gorgeous darlings, or something," because yes. that is. Me. <laughs> so you have to be quite authentic because people know if you're not. Um, right. so yeah, I enjoy it. I'm glad you enjoy it as well.
0: Thank you. No, I really do. And one of the first rules of broadcasting is to be authentic, to be who you are, to be real. Um, and I'm, I'm a podcaster, I've not really well, I've done some television, but <clears throat> that was that was several years back with movies and things, but um, but it is about being real and being authentic and being you, and, and people do respect and gravitate to that. And you tell these wonderful jokes, <laughs> I, <there's> a, <laughs> there was a Sunday, a couple of Sundays ago, when you talked about waking up. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> and by the way, you yeah. are free to curse. If you want to curse or swear, okay, okay, you're free to okay. do that
1: here. So, well, do you know, what? I mean, I grew up watching carry on films, So I kind of, you know, grew up in the 1970s. And so. So, yeah, I mean, it was very politically incorrect then. So, yeah, you've got to have a bit of double entendre, haven't you?
0: absolutely I love it I love it <laughs> and I remember those carry-on days too I'm right there with you with the carry-ons um Babs Barbara Windsor um and yeah, all kinds absolutely. of people Kenneth Williams of course and Sid James yeah, yeah, and the lot having a lot of fun back in the 60s and in the 70s exactly. uh, it was just real fun I just love those it was it
1: was it was it was it was good it was good Yeah, Yeah,
0: it's funny. I don't know when you talk about TV, by the way, I don't know if there's anything now. And I don't watch a lot of TV from afar from England. I mean, I I used to, but I don't know if there's anything like carry on or anything dynamic in television anymore, whether it's carry on or something else from back then that we see now in England.
1: Not really, not really. I mean, there is there is kind of observational humor and things, but I mean, Carry On was just, you know, in a league of its own, really, wasn't it? Just a complete league league of its own. So there hasn't really been anything, anything like that. I mean, it's everything's very PC now, isn't isn't it? You know, for for certain reasons, yes, good. But also um, you've got to be able to laugh at yourself as well, haven't you? Yeah,
0: yeah, you do. You do. No, it's very important. Laughter and humor. Is a very important thing. And even though even though a lot of the things I talk about on this podcast are pretty darn serious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> People
0: accuse me of not having Oh, I'm I'm very a very funny, humorous person. When yeah. you get to know me. And I do express some of that. But anyway, this is not about how funny or not funny I am. It's about it's just a great opportunity. We've got a few minutes to just laugh about things yeah. and just think about some of the stuff that's going on. You want to laugh at something? I mean, you know that we're having this impeachment trial, of course. Um,
1: oh <laughs> this whole trial,
0: I mean, oh my goodness. You know, I me. mean, let's
1: just, let's just go right back to basics. You know, yes. it should have it ended with the bronzer, really, shouldn't it? You know, with the badly applied bronzer, with the hair, with the, just, just everything. Um, how, how, how? how? <laughs> I think in, in, in decades to come, when this period is, is studied, it will be how did it happen? How did it happen? And, and certainly the enablers who allowed it to happen as well. I mean, I think, is there any comeback for the Republican Party from this? Can they come back from this?
0: Oh, I think it's over for them. I think it's been over. But you know what, in a way, um, to answer two questions that you asked, how did this happen? I think, and I've been saying it uh, on this podcast mm-hmm. for, for quite a bit, actually, I think I think it's been going on for 100, 200 plus, whatever years. Um, we have a country that was, fa- as you know, was founded mm-hmm. in violence, founded on yeah. violence. The US of A was founded upon violence. And and these threads have strained throughout, the, especially the, since the Civil War mm-hmm. and, and after Reconstruction. Now that has <laughs> never really stopped. There's this push and pull and the republican party from the 1960s to to this very day this is the quote unquote i call it logical in quotes Mm. destination for where it ends up you know it wasn't always like this for the republicans of course during enslavement days they were the party who were the abolitionists that said no we don't want enslavement the democrats were the ones that said no let's do enslavement we so but as they morphed into what they morphed into after the Dixiecrats in the nineteen sixties and everything else, this is their agenda, and this is what they've got: violence, uh, tax breaks for these uber-rich, and the rest of you can go, you know, screw off. You know, I would exactly, have said the
1: exactly, exactly. You know. And just, I mean, we're just watching in terms of just the just the astronomical death rate in America at the moment from COVID. Uh, it's it's just it's out of control. And then watching the Super Bowl and just seeing those people sat in there it seemed like a hell of a lot of people in that stadium and i'm thinking oh my goodness you know i just like hello hello yeah <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's going on there
0: <laughs> yeah it's a mad it's it's madness and i i don't and i didn't and thankfully i didn't watch super bowl but I, 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 and I've stayed away from it for good reasons over the last well, few yeah, years. I, I mean, think I'll you totally probably know some of
1: dealt with our brother, you know, that's yeah. that's I've lost a lot of respect for them. And and to be honest with you, Maroon Five as well. I mean, really, nobody wanted to play. You know that yeah. that year, did they? No one yeah. wanted to do that halftime show except them. Where they thought, no, we'll give a donation, we'll give a donation, everything will be okay, everyone will forget. No, I haven't forgotten, and it doesn't help that you took your shirt off either. Don't care. Don't care. You are dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, oh. just, it's, it's just disgraceful how he was treated. I feel, yeah. I feel i feel really aggrieved at that. And, you know, and then yeah. they're saying that Tom Brady, they're calling him the goat. <gasps>
0: yeah, 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 I know. I know. Isn't that... <laughs> <the>, not <isn't>
1: that... <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? What the yeah. hell? <laughs> Hello, ding, ding, ding.
0: <laughs> the MAGA, the MAGA, the, the MAGA, the MAGA quarterback, the guy that supports Trump. I mean, he's a big Trump supporter, this guy. He's a big Trump supporter. And it's just, un- I mean, look, I know, listen, he has won seven Super Bowls. I'm never going to begrudge him that on field, but he is a very disgusting, disreputable person off of it. Um yeah. Yeah. You know, and Colin Kaepernick, a decent human being lost his career. career, his, lost career. his career.
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly. No. And the it's... way, the way that he was treated. Oh, I tell you, it's so hard to not feel really, really angry and aggrieved. And you know, I think they have lost a lot of, um, a lot of fans. Certainly, this side. And I normally do stay up certainly until the halftime show, um, no. because yeah, you just try and force yourself to stay awake to uh, try and avoid all the. Oh, the um, what is it? The ad breaks. Oh my lord, the ad breaks It's just never ending. It's yeah. just never ending. When I, mean, I have a little bit of an understanding of what's actually going on, on the um, on the pitch or whatever you call it. Do you guys call it a pitch, is it a pitch?
0: Yeah. Is it well, a they call it the gridiron, but it's the feet. Yeah, the football field. The yeah.
1: gridiron. The gridiron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what it's called. The gridiron.
0: Yeah, it's what actually called. What's
1: that with the ship? What's there a ship there? You know, like in the stadium. Yeah, what's that was
0: really. Before I stopped watching the NFL, I remember that stadium. That ship is so weird. It's this oh, whole Pirates what? thing. The Buccaneers, the Pirates. It's kind of this Buccaneers oh. as Pirates thing. And their logo. And then there's a ship in the sunk. background. It
1: reminds me of tea being sunk. You know, and I'm just thinking, <laughs> yeah. have, they, have they got some, like, barrels of, of tea? Kind of like. <laughs> It's just really bizarre. And then they fire our uh, uh, cannons. What, what comes out of it? Is it confetti? Is it smoke? I mean, it's just really bizarre. I thought, what the hell? <laughs> yeah,
0: they're trying to fight a war while they're playing a football game. I don't know. It's just so weird, right? It's like battleships
1: going on. <laughs> I know, I know. And my Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's nice to see a little bit of eccentricity, I have to admit, but I was thinking, what the hell's going on? Is that is that really a ship? What's what's going on? A sailboat, yeah. <laughs> Dear oh Dear, I tell oh dear. you,
0: I tell you, leave it, leave it to us here in the United States to do. To, <laughs> to do. we love to make sports with violence. I mean, some of that's very inherent. And look, I mean, in my native country and in, in both of our native countries, all the stuff that's going on there. We cannot leave this. Uh, these few minutes that we have to not and not talk about Number Ten Downing Street. The COVID wow. rates where you are, where you're now have the highest death rate at one point in the in the entire planet, yeah, certainly exactly. in Europe.
1: Exactly. And exactly. this
0: chopping and changing, and and what's going on with the vaccine and the South Africa variant, AstraZ- I mean we could go to so many places, but look at the calamity that's going on. I, I weep.
1: Yeah, so do nation. I. So do I, so do I. Do you know this is the third lockdown and this is a hard lockdown. Nothing is open. Nothing is open. Um, And and this is really tough. It's tough on youngsters, it's tough on young minds, it's tough on the elderly. Um, And yeah, exactly what you said, chop and change, chop and change. There doesn't seem to be any divisive policy, nobody's really listening to guidance from the scientists. Um, And which bit of You know, like understanding that there is a two-week delay period in your in, in your data. Does nobody understand? So you've got to be proactive. You've got to kind of slam the brakes early. And there's still people streaming through Heathrow with no tests or no checks or anything. So, um, I mean, so I'm doing freelancing for the BBC and weekly, I mean, they've not mandated it, but we have um, a COVID test that you do. So you don't have to do it. But you know what? Why not do it? Why not do it? So it gives you a level of assurance as well. And also the people that you're working with. It's a very small crew that's in there on Sunday. But why not? You know, a lot of the larger companies are doing that. But you know what? Mandate it. Force people to do the test. I was auditing it, you know, when my when the producer told me, because um well, once an auditor always an auditor, and I was saying, Well, how can you trace this? You know, I mean, are you not recording the serial numbers of the test kits that you've given me so you can take them off? And he just looked at me and he said, Fazana, look, just take your auditor's hat off. You know, just cool, cool, chill, just let me know. Do it on Thursday, just let me know, message me and just say that the test is okay. <laughs> but you know, I'm kind of thinking, you know, this is serious. This is this is serious stuff and yes you're right the south african variant what is going to happen there we we just don't know we just don't know at the moment what's going to happen it's a terrible state to be in um and it's difficult this lockdown has been incredibly challenging it's winter it's snowing outside it's cold um yeah and uh, there's there's no when you can't actually visualize the end point that's that is a little bit a little bit frustrating
0: yeah, and one, and one last thing, I wanna, I gotta say this for the record: you talk about these lockdowns. Look at what's happened in this government. But you, Dominic Cummings, you that to, they had to beg to get him out. Dominic, the other guy, Desmond so S- S- i won't even call him a sir. How did he get that title? Um, you don't have to comment if you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> Desmond Swain, yeah. who appeared in blackface uh, in his political career, by the way, oh, and oh, I'm going to say that, oh, mask wearing's oppression. I mean, these people are blooming nuts. They have lost the plot for They've lost the plot and it's frightening. And it's as if Boris Johnson is waiting for the worst case thing and then going, oh, I had no choice but to do this. And it's just crazy. They're dithering. And he has the the nerve to make fun of Sakia Starmer. And exactly. talk about oh he's Captain Hindsight. I know. I, mean, I know this is psychopathic.
1: It is. It is. It is. And 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 I think you know what? Just just watching that chaos and it is chaos unfold from Ten Downing Street. Um, you know, if you feel that you had some strong leadership, some direction, you know, even a bit of empathy, etc., then you know you'd know we'd, we'd we'd get out of this. But there there was just nothing. You know. So today. Um, uh, what was it, you know, so they've announced that there could be 10, ten year 10 year sentences if you if you lie about or if you sneak into the country without doing a COVID test, or if you lie about your COVID test. I mean, what how are you going to enforce that? 10 years. So, you know, somebody who's a drink driver gets what a suspended kind of three and a half year sentence, and you're just randomly coming out with 10 years. Well, I mean, what are we a dictatorship now? What's what's going on? Where's the balance? You know, what you really want to see is some cross-party alliance. You know, yes, I know we are in, everyone says, unprecedented circumstances. And yes, they are. But have some cross-party alliance. You know, you've got brains in this country. You've got scientists. You've got economists. have some cross-party alliance that you form in order to strategize and decide on what you're actually going to do. What's the best for the country? But no, there's just such an amount of arrogance there. It's sheer arrogance and it's killing people.
0: Yeah, no, that's the thing. You said it very, very well, obviously, as you always do. I mean, I I, I just wanted to say one last thing about that is that you've got the way it's broadcasted now, the people who have lost their lives, it's well within 28 days of a test. And that is not the accurate barometer. They're only talking about 28 days with, with, you know, after you've taken a test or within that period. But that is not the full death toll of people, unfortunately. And it's sad to say, I think it's a lot, lot higher than that. And it's oh, yeah. sad, and but we need to talk about that truth and let's not treat the English public like seven-year-olds because I think a lot of the right-wing fleet street media does that. And it's not fair. You go up to Scotland and you've got newspapers at least of the Scottish arm, they actually treat their citizenry like adults.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> Let's see what happens to the UK. Is the UK going to remain united? You know, that's let's, yeah. that ain't looking very hopeful from what, from where, where, where we're sitting post Brexit. Yeah. That's yeah. not looking very hopeful. No, you
0: know? very true, very true. Well, we could talk and talk and talk, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure we, you know, maybe we can get to do this again sometime, but it's just been really terrific for Zana. Um, Thank you very much for being here, Fazana is at BBC Three Counties Radio. You can find her on Sundays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. UK time. You can also listen on repeat and on demand at bbc.co.uk forward slash sounds. That's S-O-U-N-D-S. And you can get the Sounds app as well on your phone. It's just so lovely to speak to you. <laughs> and it's been really edifying, too. It's just great to get these perspectives. Two Brits having a laugh together. Exactly. And uh, two exactly. Watford fans, too. Hopefully, we'll really oh, be fantastic. laughing. Did you,
1: did you see my John Johnny Barnes? Um, oh, my-
0: Johnny! <laughs> lovely. <laughs> oh, I miss I miss him. He's great, though. You know, I met him years ago. But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. Thank you so much, Fazana. Thank, thank, thank you. you for for being here. Really appreciate it. Yep.
1: Yeah. Brilliant. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye.
2: Now we have two psychological battles that we're fighting against white right. folk. We won one. They told us that we should hate not X. We dumped that. Thank God. Hey. <laughs> Battle that we're now fighting is whether or not we will have the right to use the terms to decide how our movement is going to go. They don't want us to use black power. I got news for them. Because what black power was supposed to do was to start bringing black people together under a slogan that everyone understood. But what in fact is done is it's organized white people and their Negro allies. Now, we have to talk about the rebellion in Chicago. And we have to say, you see, Richard Daly, baby. Don't you put none of our boys in jail and charge them with treason because you deserve to be charged with treason. You deserve to be charged with treason because anytime time you force people to live that way, you deserve to be charged with treason. You are guilty, not us. You are
0: guilty. Who was that? Who was the voice, the male voice you just heard? Answers on a postcard, please. Today's book recommendation The Souls of Black Folk by W.E.B. Du Bois. The Souls of Black Folk. That's S O U L S. The Souls of Black Folk by W.E.B. Du Bois. D U B O I S, as in Sam, is his last name. Very important book, and I urge you to read it. And that's today's book recommendation. Very special thanks to Fazana for joining me on this edition of the Politocrat Daily Podcast. By the way, she can be found on Twitter at F-A-R-Z-A-N-A underscore C-H-A-U-D-R-Y. Once again, that's F as in Frank, A-R-Z-A, N as in North, A underscore C-H-A-U-D-R-Y. Thank you very much for listening to this edition of the politocrat. I'm Omar Moore.